0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post on CBS Sports Radio.
1: The moves oh, with you oh. right here on CBS Sports Radio coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quick and Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got James and Billy across the way, Bogish with your updates. To 9 a.m. Eastern Time, we go. Next three hours of sports talk with you. 855 212 4CBS, 855 212 4227. Attention your, hotline fans. There you yeah, go, Billy. Right. That is your number to call. And Taz, good morning, bud. How
2: are oh, you? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Moose. Good I'm, I'm very good. Sir Moose. Man. That's actually a good new thing. Sir Moose. Okay, I said, go. good morning, sir. Moose. Sir Moose. Sir Moose. Yes. okay anyway. I was just knighted. Or just Moose. Um, so, yes, I'm good, sir. Looking forward to this Friday action-packed show here. We... We're going to have a beauty. Uh, we're going to talk a little football, which is nice. And we have a, a football-esque guest on. Yeah.
1: Ben Lieber's is going to join us a little bit later on the program. Uh, former Vikings linebacker, Vikings radio analyst. He'll join us top of the third hour as we continue to run around the National Football League, giving you a feel uh, pretty much for each and every NFL team before the regular season uh, does begin. Uh, so we'll talk a little Vikings football uh, a little later on the program. Catch up on what's going on during yeah. training camp in Minnesota <laughs> and uh the expectations of this year going into the season, uh, high expectations a year ago, and they fell flat on their face with their brand new quarterback Kirk Cousins. They now did. the expectations this season.
2: I'm I'm laughing as you're saying it's about Vikings camp and all that. Real quick, uh, before we get wrong with the show, I, I got a text message from our friend Robbie uh, Rosenhaus.
3: Oh, nice
2: random <laughs> random text like from. The end zone of Vikings camp of linebackers hit, hitting a sled. Yeah, he's a, he's at he's at the Viking camp. I don't know where that camp nice. is. That, he's there, and he's just like I'm ready to go. I'm like. There Robbie, you go. you're not playing Robbie.
1: I, I mean, mean, I understand. He's all down there. He's a giant. He's giant, got, like, uh, independent wealth. He's all yeah. over the, the place. The guy just goes everywhere. Everywhere. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. Good for him. Yeah. Good God for him. He lives him. life. Yeah, Robbie. He lives
2: through. life. I the Rosenhaus. Right.
1: Yes. He hit the he hit the lotto, I think. Yeah. The House.
2: Somehow he's still roaming around here sometimes. I don't get that
1: part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on a kid I haven't <laughs> seen him in a while. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't seen I have not seen him in a while. But uh, but it's good. I'm glad Robbie's out in Minnesota. Ken. Yeah, was so he gonna text you? I thought he group text everybody that's in his phone. No, 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 no. Yeah, and let everyone me. know exactly what's going on. Lucky with him. me. Right. Yeah. So we get to go with a little NFL here on this Friday morning because you got news out of Los Angeles and uh, you know, a number of the you know the holdouts we talked about, Michael Thomas getting that new deal. You know, five years, 100 million, 61 million dollars guaranteed with the New Orleans Saints and. uh, you now He's coming out saying he's going to earn every single penny of that new contract down in New Orleans, a guy who had 125 receptions a year ago from Drew Brees in Sean Payton's offense. So he was one of the holdouts. That's come to an end, right? Mm-hmm. We know Trent Williams, his holdout down in Washington, D.C., as they're now going to start to fine him. Uh, that's not going to really help out the relationship no, between Williams and the medical staff and yeah. everything like that, where he wants the entire staff, I guess, gone based on how he handled things. and. Now it's even more than that, but that relationship has not, con- has not been rectified, so he continues his holdout, and as does a guy like Ezekiel Elliott and yeah. Melvin Gordon out in Los Angeles. Now you add another layer to the Gordon story out in L.A. with the Chargers where his agent has got out there and requested a trade from the Chargers where Gordon wants out of Los Angeles. I'm sure, listen, that could be rectified. You give him a new deal. You give him a contract. And you pay him. Uh, I think Gordon would be happy putting that Charger uniform back on. Now, the, he requests a trade because the Chargers aren't moving at all on yeah. on the trade de- on the uh, contract demands.
2: Right. Right. And <clears throat> excuse me, this guy, you know, Gordon, he wants to play. He wants to be in camp with his team. He wants to be out there taking snaps and playing football. And he wants to get paid too. I mean, because he knows, like like we talk about a lot, and like the narrative is out there in the NFL. You know, these, these running backs. They, there's just a, there's a quicker. Expiration date on them. That's one way to put it, I guess. You know, because of their legs and getting smashed around and stuff. So these guys want to get paid and get paid now. Um, and you know, being that he's out of training camp, and like you just laid out, that that, that they they want to, you know, they want to maybe they, his people want him out, to, uh, trade him out of there. I understand that because especially and you and I think you spoke about it first earlier this week about what Philip Rivers said. You know, basically, you know, paraphrasing like, yeah, well, you know, what, we got a lot of guys, a lot of depth in that position. I mean, more or less, this is a terrible, it's a horrible thing, right? Yeah. I mean, like you, you get no support from not only your team teammate, but your quarterback, who's the leader, was a veteran, who, who's a, who's a big time leader on that Charger, Los Angeles Charger team. You know, and Gordon's backup backups are good. You know, Justin Jackson, Austin Eckler, but you know, it seems like the Chargers and the head coach, Anthony Lynn, a former running back. Like they're kind of happy where they are, with the depth chart without get Gordon there. So this is tough for him, dude. He, I think he's, I, my opinion. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to move him. He's going to be Gonski. What do you think with
1: Um, I, I don't know if I can make a, de- a bold declaration one way or the other. Tess, mm-hmm. right now, um, because I, I think I need to see more. First off, his agent has not been given permission to seek a trade to mm-hmm. find a trade partner. Right, right right now his his agent uh i think it's Bilbo, uh, or bilbo um bilbo. His, right his his agent was the, also the agent of Jarvis Landry okay uh, down in Miami now landry obviously that relationship with the dolphins came to an end and then you know he was able to convince Miami to allow him to seek a trade partner yeah found the cleveland browns right he gets traded to cleveland gets his brand spanking yeah. new contract right so even though even though Gordon has requested a trade, the tact from the general manager, from everything you read, is that they consider Gordon still part of the family, and they have no interest in trading Melvin Gordon at this time. Yeah. So once the <clears throat> agent is given permission to seek a, a partner via trade, then I think obviously then everything changes. But that permission has not been given. Right. Um. And. Now here's what it comes down to. Gordon's in the final year, 50 year option of his of his initial rookie deal, due to make five point six million dollars. Nothing to scoff at, right? The Chargers are oh, yeah. offering him, you know, ten million dollars a year. He wants more than ten million dollars a year um on a contract extension. Now, the issue with Melvin Gordon, he's only played sixteen games once during the course of his four years so right. far in the National Football League, right? He's only garnered over 1,100 yards rushing once during the course of his four years in the National Football League. Yeah. It's not like he's been the epitome of health, right? His rookie year was pretty much a disappointment. So you're on a three-year run here where Gordon has been a, a really productive player, right? I mean, he's he's given you 28, 32, 36 38 touchdowns in the span of three years, right, when he's been really active. Four-year career, but really three years when he's been really, really used. So over the course of four years, he's given you 38 touchdowns. That's a really productive NFL running back, and that's a good job. Now, the problem with Gordon, though, I think from a Los Angeles perspective is – He's not the he's not a guy that they can count on that he is going to be healthy where he has shown you that he is, has a penchant for getting dinged up mm-hmm. and not being there every single week.
2: Absolutely. Um, where he, <clears throat> The guy who was his backup last year, I, I, I guess he's still his backup this year. Eckler, you know, Eckler, I mean, this guy had 900, 958 total l- yards and six touchdowns last season. Yeah, good backup. Yeah, real good backup. So this guy's a player. And uh, listen, you know, as you know, you know as well as I, you know, Members of the media, the football fan base, and not just football sports fans in general, we all get hung up in what teams and agents and players do when they. St- this is all <clears throat> leverage and negotiating moves by both parties here, by Gordon's camp, Oh, by saying he wants a trade, and now let that. That's basically saying, okay, next step here, we're putting the charges on notice. Listen, either you get in here and start talking to us about some more money for this guy. Or now we're going to create this noise that he wants that we want him out of there and he wants to be traded. And now what are the, the Chargers doing? They're, they're they're playing it cool. They're playing it smooth. Anthony Lynn, the head coach, is like, yeah, you know what? All the guys are working hard. All the running backs are doing good. He's going down the depth chart of all these guys, and he's not really. He's just saying, yeah, because I think I think he was acting like when basically uh, Anthony Lynn saying that oh, I didn't realize he was looking for a trade. So basically, like what we call that in the wrestling business is the no sell. So, Because I heard some sound, I don't think we have it, but I heard some sound of Anthony Lynn saying that, where at the end of the practice it was like, well, did you hear, one, somebody in the media said, well, what about Melvin, mm. Melvin Gordon? He's like, oh, really? I didn't know that. So we call that a no-sell, right? So that's like you're not even giving it, if you're Anthony Lynn, you're not even giving publicly Melvin Gordon any oxygen. So that will piss off Gordon and his camp. So I, I, I think this thing has sped up quick, Moose, this past week. That we've been covering well, it. it has, yeah. That's why I think I got a feeling he's going to be out of there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, you, you're not you're not buying it yet.
1: Well, no, not yet. I, I don't. You know, I I hope he stays with the Chargers. I do too. Uh, you I know, but, I, but there, I think you know. I think you look at. Uh, Lynn and the like, where um, I think he's going to toe the company line, whether it be you know not aware of it or you know, and obviously you know he's aware of it, or oh yeah, he also doesn't want to you know run around and, and ring the alarm bells either because that's not exactly instilling confidence in the guys that are in that running backs room with Gordon be out the window the the whole idea is that the next guy up can do the job that Melvin Gordon did whether they can or can't that's what the that's what you have to have that's the approach you have to have as a head coach so right. from a Lynn perspective you understand that and he's also an employee of the Chargers uh, you know he's sure, not he's sure, not sure. working for Melvin Gordon right, so right, yeah. i mean you could you can understand that even though i'm sure he's appreciative of what Gordon's provided the team now you know i it has picked up steam you know, the whole idea initially, Taz, when when Gordon was holding out was that from him and his agent was that he wanted to remain a charger, uh, that he did not want to go anywhere. Um, I think the comments from Philip Rivers mm. changed the mindset of Gordon.
4: Um, uh, uh, you might be I, right, I, man. I think uh, when know. I look at it
1: where if you're looking at kind of a line of demarcation where maybe – Gordon's attitude toward the Chargers organization changed, and you can flush the idea of family down the toilet. That the general manager is trying to sell his his uh, running his, back, his, his, of his running back, offensive guys, and his, his agent is this, is that when when, 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 you have a scenario where Philip Rivers comes out and basically says, "Well, we're good in that room. We've got a lot of depth in that room." If I'm Melvin Gordon, I'd be really angered by that. You know, I'd, I'm more yeah. angered by what a teammate, a player, told me. Set out there and put it up for public consumption in Phillip Rivers that I am what the general manager has said or what I am what the head coach has said, Taz. Yeah. Because that's a guy that I that's the guy that I've gone to battle with if you want to draw that comparison on Sundays. That's the guy sure. that we've trained. Blood, sweat, tears, Absolutely. whatever it might be. Absolutely. You know, I would think that guy would have my back and wouldn't be towing the company line right. in Rivers and talking about the importance of me on that mm. team and we need him back. Just like what you saw Drew Brees do down in New Orleans with Michael Thomas. That's right. Had his back. I mean, you know, that, and, that's right. what you expected Philip Rivers to do.
2: And you don't hear Dak Prescott saying anything like that at all about Zeke. Dak Prescott. You don't hear no. that out of Dak Prescott. Prescott's Cowboys. talking about his own son. Correct. He's, he's, and if he's deflecting it, which he should. you know. And so when you mentioned that on the Adam, I don't remember which day it was this week about Rivers, I didn't know about that comment that he made.
1: Yeah, let's take a listen. We yeah, have it yeah. right now. Here's Rivers talking about Gordon. Take a listen. Obviously, Eckler, obviously, uh, a handful, been here a little bit longer than than, than Justin, but uh, you saw what he did last year in, in games. He obviously had a heck of an offseason. He made some huge plays for us last year in games. Uh, Dietrich Newsom stepped in there and made some big plays for us and, and, and filled in last year in some games. Uh, so it certainly a, it certainly is a deep position for us and uh, and those guys all love to play and work hard. So uh, wow, you know, uh, like I said, I mean, we, we we love Melvin, but uh, yeah, you know, we're gonna I go with what we got, you know. And yeah. uh, it's a pretty
2: pretty dang good group. You know, the way he came off Rivers, it, it almost. Like, it almost came off like, like, like we call in the rest, wrestling business, like management. Like, we call him the office, right? You could figure it out. Just call the office. Yeah. So that's a term that wrestles you. So he came off, like, meaning Philip Rivers, like he was office. Like, like you know, he, he didn't come off like a team guy to the point you just made, Moose. No. You know, and it's like the blood, sweat, and tears, all those things you're saying, it, to some, it, you know, we hear that a lot when we reference athletes or football players. It sounds a little cliche but it's not. It's actually apropos. You know, and and these guys have been in battles as together. You know, uh, uh, Melvin Gordon and Phillip Rivers in, in, in huddles, in 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 the foxhole. You sure. know what I mean? And and then to do that and act like that, talk about the depth, and talking and, and praising Eckler and Jackson. I understand. You know, Rivers' job is team first, and he's got to worry about the guys that are there. I got that, but just don't go there publicly. Rivers has been around long enough, man. He's a smart guy. Okay, what's he got? Like twenty-five kids or something like that. Yeah, so got, he knows what he's doing.
1: No, well, he's, I don't know. He's like Monzo, yeah, he's got... <laughs> right. Brian Monzo's got six children yeah. down at Disney right now. Is does he, he have a semi- bunch of
2: kids with his? He he does. Yeah, no, he yeah, does. He's got he got a does. big family. Yes, anyway. he
1: does. I think he's got nine. Nine. That's crazy. something like that. He's got nine. Children. So he
2: knows how to talk his way around. I think. You know, he knows how to talk, right? <laughs> Even if it's just with his kids. No, no, he knows how to talk. He knows what he's doing. He right. should have said that. I, I
1: guess I'm surprised by that. Now, could someone listening to us say, "Well, he's doing the same thing Linz does"? So, he's a leader but, that, on... That, that, well, well, he's a coach. No, no, I get it, but, Taz, let me just, follow, let me just flush it out here oh. for a second. But he's, the, he's a leader on the team. Right. He's the quarterback of the team. Isn't the message supposed to be, it's about team, it's not about one man? Yes, is it, it is. Was, is it so is someone going to call up and say, well, right. I'm going to defend Philip Rivers because what do you want him to do? Be like, well, we're not going to be the same without Melvin Gordon. then that's not building up confidence in Jackson and Eckler. Isn't his whole idea there is kind of the leader, the voice, the face of the Chargers franchise to say, listen, guys, we're going to be okay. Right. You know, we're going to be fine. There's a lot of talent in that room. Our running backs, we will be productive regardless of what happens with Melvin Gordon.
2: I agree, and if someone were to call the show today, and hopefully they do, 855-212-4227, and say something like that, I, I would say, well, look it, there's a way, and it's very simple. It's done all the time. And, you hear know, pro athletes and coaches do it all the time to deflect away. Philip Rivers knows how to do that. He didn't have to mention, he could have just said, hey, we love Melvin Gordon. He said that at the end. He didn't have to praise and and ex- it really push the fact how deep they are with their depth shot, okay, He talked like he would talk to the whole offense in a team meeting as a captain. (laughs) That's how he talked to the media. So fans love that. They're getting real insight. The media members love that. Guys like us love it. That's cool. But if you're Melvin Gordon, let's say your buddy's with your quarterback, and you thought he had your back, if you're Melvin Gordon right now, and he's holding out, he wants to get paid, Melvin Gordon. So he knows this is probably the one and only time he's going to get a big contract. That's how a lot of these guys are. They got to get paid now. And now you think, wow, my man, my quarterback, my guy, Rivers, he just did me like that. I guarantee you, Melvin Gordon's not happy about that comment.
1: I I, well, I agree with you. I don't disagree. I, I was just throwing out. Point. And, and, no, and, you I know. I like your logic and and a stream. You know, a stream of thought process in terms of why someone would go out there and defend. You know, a, a you know, defend a, a Philip, defend a Melvin Gordon or Philip Rivers or a Rivers when he goes out and makes these comments. That's. Now, I, I don't disagree with you. I heard the comments and I was like, you know, Rivers can't be saying that. Nah, you know, similar in nature to where, you know, last year when Odell Beckham Jr. was asked the question with, during that interview with Jocelyn Anderson on ESPN, he was asked Little about. Little you Wayne. know, Is Eli the. Lil Wayne was there? Yeah, Little Wayne, right. <laughs> was, you know, and talking about the Eli quarterback. Is Eli the quarterback? He, he basically didn't give him a vote of confidence and everyone came down hard on, on, on Odell Beckham, Beckham Jr., right, 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 right? But he was speaking openly and honestly, just like Philip Rivers was speaking right. openly and honestly. But you don't get near the heat on Rivers no. as you did Odell Beckham Jr.
2: I think we might be the only Odell guys Beckham, out here that have given him any right. heat. <laughs> Odell
1: Beckham Jr. was basically painted as you know a guy, that's a villain a because had to a right. villain, a bad teammate. Philip Rivers goes out, says this, right, and the whole thing was Mel, you know, Rivers doesn't support Melvin Gordon, and then everyone moves out with their life. Right,
2: that's a great point. It's a great
1: point. And, and I don't get that. I don't understand it because I listen so that's to those, a, As you
2: know, it's called the double standard.
1: Right. And if I listen to those comments by Rivers, if I'm Melvin Gordon sitting at home, I wouldn't want
2: to play with Phillip Rivers anymore. No, I got news for you, bro. If I'm one of those running backs on that, on that depth chart, or if I'm any player on that depth chart, on that offense, I'm going to think, man, because this is how players are. Athletes are. It's us against the world. And the world... Okay, is the media the world? Is the front office the world? Is even the coaches when they have a players only gathering, meeting, and whatnot? There is a bond, there's a code there. Sure. Okay. The only thing, only people closest to that are the coaches, and they're even considered in air quotes office. Okay. So, I, other players on that team, dude. I got to be honest. If I'm on that that Chargers team, if I'm if I'm a starting nose tackle on that team, I'm gonna be, and I'm a two year NFL player. I'm gonna be like, man, Rivers really, man. That was not cool. You did yeah, that. He did. He did, just, he did you know, Gordon wrong. He did. And you know how players are. They don't. Now I remember sure. after you mentioned it on our show here, and then uh, later that day I was home. I was looking at stuff on social media, and I saw on Twitter a lot of NFL players or former players. They were taking some shots at Rivers. Yeah, they were. But not it, it, to your point. It, it, there was no
1: steam about no, it. No steam. No one. Nobody else on any. Show, nobody talked about it. It's generated no buzz. Now let me ask you this, Taj. You throw in the the veteran players, running backs in that room. Aren't guys looking at it as an opportunity? Oh, of course. Yeah, you can't blame Eckler or or or, Jackson. Right, are Eckler and Jackson focused on what Rivers is saying or are they looking at this and saying, (sighs) listen – I uh, you know, I gotta get mine. I I feel for Gordon, but this is an opportunity for me totally. to, to take advantage of a situation totally. and become the guy in Los Angeles and become the Chargers next, you know, new star running back or whatever. <laughs> Step is, in yeah. and then prove myself to be even more valuable to where then I can make even more money.
2: Absolutely. And all those running backs should think that and to River's face Privately they'll 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 put him over. They'll say, Yeah, no, no, you're right, man. We gotta worry about ours. Appreciate what you said about me if I'm Austin Eckler. Hey, Phil, you know, appreciate what you said about me, man. That was cool. I appreciate you endorsing me like that. But in the back of his mind, I promise you, Eckler or Jackson or Newsom, these guys are thinking, damn.
1: Well just, I agree with you. you know, I don't disagree with you there. I right. I, I no, I, I don't I don't I don't think Rivers came across all that well. And no. I think he came as you called it, you know, a company man. I mean, that's the the way that Philip, you know, office, company, man. That's the way that Philip Rivers came across. And I was surprised by that. A guy that, you know, wears his emotion on his sleeve, never curses, one of the great trash talkers in the NFL, almost seems like a guy's guy, a player's guy. He sure does. uh, Blue
2: Collar Jones. To come out
1: and make that kind of a statement. And I get, I get. I'm giving you the logic as to the reason why I think he did it, but I don't think it came across all that well. And I think that's why you have Gordon's agent, you know, Bilbo now coming out here and requesting a trade from the Chargers. Now I you, think that has you, everything to do with it. I think you're right, and I and you know, you might remember better
2: than me. I can't think of a time, but I'm going to ask you, kind of, Tom Brady. I, I don't, re, I don't picture Tom Brady doing something like this about any of his players, you know. Uh, I don't picture him, like, saying onward and upward. That, and I'm paraphrasing. That's kind of what Rivers is saying in, in, in a, if you put it in, in.
1: I don't remember him doing that. I, I mean,
2: I remember I don't him, picture him
1: doing that either. Do you? I don't. I don't. Only with injury. Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. Well, yeah, that's yeah, different. Yeah, that's so different. someone's going to be right. Um, we're talking yeah. about this exact scenario where this there's a holdout. No, yeah. nah, I
2: don't remember that. Because you know why, dude? It's like now you're getting involved with people's business. I mean, I, I got to tell you. It's like if I'm freaking Melvin Gordon, besides being insulted, Okay, I'm going to be like, yo, this dude just could have potentially affected my business dealings. Right. That's why you shut your mouth if you're Phillip Rivers. I don't care how long he's in the league. I don't care how many years he's been the starter of the Chargers. It don't matter. You shut your mouth because now when you say something like that as the team leader, you are now affecting this other man's business, and that's not money business. Yeah. That's not right.
1: No, nah, listen. That's not I d- right I don't all. disagree. You I know? don't disagree at all. Get his hand out of his wallet. Yeah,
2: man. That it's is. like,
3: you know, really, <laughs> <Like I laughs> exactly.
1: Say, if you're Philip Rivers, get your hand out of Melvin Gordon's wild. So, want to hear from you at eight five five two one two four two two seven. Why do you think the Rivers' comments hasn't generated the same steam as it would with some other personalities and big stars in the National Football League? A Rodgers, an Odell Beckham Jr., an Antonio Brown. Those players, those guys that kind of grab you by the ears and tell you to pay attention. Rivers makes the comments and basically kind of they go by the wayside. Melvin Gordon requested a trade in Los Angeles. Do you think the Chargers buckle, and do you think they trade them? want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on this Friday morning right here. CBS Sports Radio.
0: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to oh. Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right,
1: CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Uh, great news. Quick way you can save money, Taz. Switch to Geico. Yeah. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance.
2: Yeah, we talking a lot about Melvin Gordon yeah. and the whole situation with the Los Angeles Charges, Philip Rivers, his comments, that does it in our opinion. We're kind of on the same page. Hope, uh, the star running back. Uh, let's go out to San Diego talk to Eric, Listen to 97.3 FM. Eric, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on? What's
1: up, Eric?
3: Hey, morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got you it, buddy. Got it, buddy. Um, so uh, I just don't think I picked up a lot of steam Philip Rivers' comments because it's for one, it's San Diego. I mean, Los Angeles. Sorry about that. Right. The Chargers out there, they're not. I mean, as everybody knows, they're the redheaded stepchild out there. Nobody's looking at that. You got the Lakers. You got the Clippers. You got the Dodgers. I mean. They're like number six on the depth chart as far as Los Angeles sports goes. And uh, and as far as the other people, why they picked up steam is well, OBJ, he's for one, it was a primetime interview. I think everybody was watching that. Aaron Rodgers, he's just a fake. Everybody knows Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and they're a you know, football staple. I just don't think that the Chargers and the Rivers, if Rivers put on a baseball cap and went to a basketball game, no one's going to know who Phillip Rivers was. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, it's yeah. funny you're saying
2: that because, Eric, I, I, we're sitting here. We have a major sports network on TV right now, and there's a whole thing on the Chargers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> There's I a mean, whole video package on Right, I mean, Eric, I, listen, I'm not going to compare You're right about the Odell Beckham Jr. I'm just talking about the comments in general. Um, I'm not talking about the heat generated by the interview, right? I mean, Phillip Rivers, if you're sitting next to Lil Wayne doing an interview with Josina Anderson on ESPN, certainly would be a worthwhile watch. It's I think we'd all way. be locked in. Little. You know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So um, <laughs> yeah. you look at this scenario now with, with Melvin Gordon, though, uh, you know, he kind of broke the player's code. That That's the issue at hand here um, is that, you know, he didn't support a teammate when he had the opportunity to support a teammate. Now, I understand the – you know the field general, the being a leader, captain, whatever it might be, quarterback of the team, that he has to remain in a position of strength and not be concerned. Uh, he did throw his love toward Melvin Gordon's way at the end of it, but also talked about the fact that there are a lot of guys on that team that they know that can be really productive at the running back spot. Yeah, and, and that and and that's,
2: to me is not really all that cool. Right and now, but Eric, so if you're hypothetically you're Melvin Gordon, you're in this the middle of this hopefully negotiation, this kind of holdout and whatnot. How do you feel when the starting quarterback, the staple on that Chargers team, said a guy you were in the foxhole with? Okay. Uh, how would you feel, Eric, if you were Melvin Gordon? Seriously. I, w-
3: I, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't be happy at all. And I'm just curious on the timeline of that. Do we know if he requested the trade after the comments or? Oh, after. Do we know. Oh, uh, well, you know, know what? Know uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, no, no, no. no, no the the trade.
1: The trade. It's a good co- uh, you know, He did request it last week. The so trade. Those, yeah, and those comments were last week. So I'm not exactly sure when the trade request did come down. Now, it could just be the very fact of that he requ- – initially, though, here's the deal. Initially, his agent went on Sirius XM NFL radio and basically said that Melvin Gordon had no interest in being, playing anywhere else but Los Angeles. He wanted to be a charger.
3: Yeah, you And now that,
1: now that has changed.
3: If I'm the rest of the team I would, and I'm walking into the locker room today – I'm looking at Phillip Rivers like, what'd you just do? Hey, dude, I'm that's, that's at, what
2: we were saying earlier. That's what Moose and I were saying, Phillip Eric. Richard. You're right. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, not just Melvin Gordon looking at him. Everybody. Like that, but the rest of the team. Well, exactly, but dude. Rest, exactly. But the rest of the team. Because, because you, just hurt, you just took yards off of us. You just hurt us, right. you know, in the long run.
2: Well, not just that. Oh. But, Eric, not just that. The bigger picture is for all these players individually. It gives them a bad look when, you know, it could... Rivers, if he's saying this about Melvin Gordon, he could be saying about any player on that team, and that affects these guys' money. You know what I mean? Like they look at they look at Melvin Gordon like it's them, and now when this guy walks in the locker room, they're going to be saying behind his back. They're not going to tell him to his face, like, "Yo, it's not cool what he did," because you don't do that stuff.
3: I think all quarterbacks are office men, are company men, and I pretty and I think all as far as the team goes, they're going to look at their quarterback like it's us and him. Right I,
2: I, can't, I, can't, I, I see your point on that. I do see your point. Well, let me ask you,
1: I, and that's and that's fair. I see his of, point on that. I do. No, and, and you know, towing the company line to, an, to a certain extent. But let me ask you, if your roles are reversed, Gordon signed to a contract extension, uh, Phillip Rivers is holding out a training camp, and they ask Melvin Gordon the same question. He's like, listen, we'll be fine with Tyrod Taylor. I no, mean, we're, the we're not going to we're the not gonna miss go a beat offensively. You know, Tyrod Taylor's going to be great for us. Uh, I Have a complete utter confidence. Mm. You think how much do you think that would bother Philip Rivers? Uh, yeah, I mean, would, how much that, you, that would bother him? Uh, yeah, of course. A, I mean, yeah, that's a know, great point. You know, we if the roles were reversed, yeah, and, we and, appreciate and, the call, and, and people would be like, "What are you? How could you possibly say that?" Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, you're not being. I mean, how? And if I was Rivers, I'd be ticked off by that. So, I mean, if you reverse the roles and and Gordon said that about Philip Rivers. Would that have generated more heat than what Rivers said about Melvin Gordon? I probably think it would. Yeah. Because people would be like, wait a second. You really think Tyrod Taylor's better than Rivers? Rivers, I mean, isn't he the leader and the captain of that team? What does that say? So if you reverse the roles here, maybe then that generates a little bit more buzz than this has. Right. Could be. That could be. That's a, I didn't think of that. That could.
2: That's a good point. <laughs> but, I, and, and before we get to Andrew here, just walked in two seconds ago late again. Um, you know, I I, 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 no, I'm kidding. He's not late. I'm sure. You know, Um, boss is out there. No, listen. Are you kidding me? On our boss waits outside the studio. He knows everything that's going on here. Of course. Okay, okay, go ahead now, in Andrew. Go. No. So anyway, the thing is this: quarterbacks to the comment that the last call just made. As far as a lot of time, they look like they could come off as office as management. I get that point because they do spend the most times with most time with the coaches and going over scheme and whatnot for the most part. They do. I could get why the players might not, but listen, uh, might not trust them to a degree. But listen, they're in that locker room. They're getting dressed, showered, everything, all at the same time. Everybody else is, and they're, they're in that foxhole too. That, so that part, you're on a team. You can't. And your Tyrod oh. Taylor example is a very good example. So
1: well, they're viewed as a coach on the
2: field, right? They are. Um, but yet they, you know, they're they're a leader. They have to be a leader. Even a kid like uh, Kyle Murray, who's a rookie with Arizona, with the Cardinals. He's got to be a leader. This guy's a young guy, you know. And, He's, and you
1: organizations, know. as we have seen, are right. going to bend over backwards for quarterbacks. Right, right. But just and make sure that they're happy. So that's where you kind of, you know, where you look at a quarterback where they're in a little bit different position of power as compared to other positions and and other uh, players on a particular team.
2: Yeah, I, um, let's go uh, down to Louisiana. Talk to Dusty. Listen on one hundred three point seven FM. Dusty, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up?
3: What's happening, y'all? I- I don't see what sense Phillip Rivers thought he was making trying to tell somebody else on the team how much money they should be making in spite of the team. You are a veteran quarterback. You have all your money. And how many realistic seasons would he does he actually have left under his belt to be worrying about a future? That guy, if he leaves, that could ruin the whole Offense.
2: atmosphere the yeah, of yeah. the team. Yeah, he's that good of a player. I
3: mean, well, yeah. He's gonna tell him
2: next? How many kids he should have? <laughs> yeah, right. he should I know, have I hear. You. Kids. I know. <laughs> yeah, he should. He shouldn't be spitting out, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon's name out of his mouth at all. Especially those hey, the, the, the you guy. He shouldn't do why, that. Especially should, the guys in the depth chart. If, you,
1: if you're gonna do it, you should be supportive. Right. Exactly. So you and have, exactly. You know, uh, he's an important part to this offense. Um, it's gonna be difficult to replace his production. But then I mean, someone's going to say, well, then you're not supporting me. your other teammates because you're right. basically telling them that they can't do the job that Melvin Gordon's doing. I, uh, I, I You know, almost it, it would be better sir, for Rivers to be like, listen, uh, we miss Gordon. I'm not going to get involved or comment publicly on that situation, but we'd like to have Melvin Gordon back again. Of camp.
2: course, that's it. See, that, that blanket statement works. And you know what? It might not be juicy for the media. It might not be juicy for the fans. But it doesn't create a negative headline. Right, it doesn't create a problem in your locker room either. And, Dusty, we appreciate the call. It doesn't. It doesn't create a problem in the locker room. And all locker room here on this show is the newsroom, Luke, so you know that. That's our locker room. Yes. And I don't think we should it's create vibrant. a problem.
1: Right. What's that? Our locker room is vibrant.
2: Yes, it's vibrant, and we have to be careful not to create an issue there, and that's why we probably should go for our latest sports update with a guy who can – he's kind of locker room yenta. In the yeah, in, don't mess yeah. with me. Wait, where yeah. are we going? <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk What's to Andrew happening? Bogus here. What's no, up, because man? he could go, there he could go needs needs in the newsroom, needs Andrew, Andrew needs and he could create a lot of problems for us oh, while we're on yes, the yes, air. Yeah, he's like sneaky. You're right, yeah, know, we've experienced the problems with him.
4: And no, you got to yeah. be careful today because there's a lot of new faces around. So really? people who are, work at different times, oh, weekends, overnight. So very loose lips. He's working the room like Johnny Carson. So you you tell them something, then they take it with them to other reaches of the network, making his way down. I really pitch it, dude. I
2: really pitch it. I really picture Andrew Bogus when we're on the air, him in that newsroom ripping us to anyone that'll listen. These guys are two pompous asses. I hate these guys. I really picture you doing that, Andrew. I I don't hate you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. He's just – remember that thing he tried where he tried to bury us when we first started? Remember, he tried to steal one of our bits. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that deal? Uh, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what
4: happened. <laughs> he thinks thought I forgot. forgotten about uh-huh. that. You thought I forgot I about that. I guess not.
2: Uh-huh. All, All right. right. Good, Long good memory, chat. like an elephant. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You think
1: going, I forgot? Go ahead. Yeah. What's, yeah. Going yeah. On, Huss? What, what's going on, Hus? What's going oh, we on? Well, here's All your right, report. I just really uh, sponsored, hey,
4: I'm here. Hello? Progressive Insurance, protecting commercial vehicles and offering specialized coverages designed to protect your business. More at progressivecommercial.com. I assumed Vic Fangio was tougher than me, but the new Broncos head coach confirmed it last <laughs> night, working the Hall of Fame game while hoping to pass a kidney stone. Oh. He watched his team rally for a 14-10 thriller over the Falcons in Canton.
2: Winning's cure, cured more ills than penicillin, and um, it's always nice to win.
4: Uh, in a mostly 14-10. ugly, yeah. <laughs> in a Did mostly. You watch the game, Moose. Excuse me. Did you watch the
2: game? Very little. I mean, me too. I watched a little bit. Andrew, you watched it? I
4: watched. Clafani nice. Muhammad score a touchdown oh and God. it's like that's enough it was terrible I'll yeah, see just, you later I went and
1: cocked out all right. it was enough I was like it's enough it was, it was boring I wasn't into it yeah. Well, it's bad be- It's bad football it is it was bad baseball too yeah, yeah it was, it was. Well, yeah we all witnessed a lot
4: of that uh, the Falcons dropping this one again 14-10 Matt Schaub picked 14-10. off late in the fourth quarter the Broncos went the other way <laughs> Brett Rippon taking them down the field for a 15 yard <laughs> TD pass <laughs> to Juwan. How's this update going for
2: you, buddy? It's going all right. Yeah. You're having a little bit of a hard time with that. His uncle is Mark Rippon. Whose uncle Mark Rippin? Brett, Brett Rippin. Rippin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. There you go. Now, um,
4: I. Go. Fellow Broncos rookie QB, Drew Locke, 7 for 11, 34 yards in his first taste of NFL action. Right. The Jets are adding veteran center Ryan Khalil, a one-year deal. You know what was much... surprising
1: about that game last What's night? That? They announced the attendance. It was like 23,000 people. Why would they do that? Oh, no. Really, why would they do that? They the... i got to be honest with well, you. Show... If there was a packed house, they would have they showed the sta- They barely showed the stands when I was watching. Yeah, I, Usually, I don't... They'll, they'll show you the stands a little bit. At one point in time, they showed... One of the players' fathers, um in I the saw stands. that from
2: the uh, Broncos. Yeah. It who was it? I saw um, him.
1: oh it was it um, had on the sh- defensive lineman from Ohio State. Correct.
2: And I can't recall his uh, and, name. I saw that. And they part.
1: showed him and they showed him in the stands and there were two young women in front of him just housing nachos.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw that licking those.
1: their fingers. Yes, I saw that too. <laughs> I was like, then I go, this is more entertaining than the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know why that sticks out, but I did see that. <laughs> he played for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they the show. The, 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 whole thing the on.
1: kid from Ohio State wearing 93. They were comparing him to Malik Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I see. All, right.
4: All, right. All right. Go ahead. Uh, baseball guys, those young Blue Jays on display again Sorry last night yeah. in Baltimore. The OPS ever climbing towards 800, and it gets even bigger now. Whoa. A
1: mammoth shot. By Vladimir Guerrero Jr., deep into the second deck here at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Is like house. he's at a
2: block party. see Backed that. Yeah. what they like, whistling in the background? I know, right, exactly right. It's like what well, the he hell's is going the on? air horn? It's like it wasn't even like uh, it wasn't even like it, it didn't me. sound like an impactful audience. Well, it it was wasn't. It was I, Baltimore. I mean, yeah. I mean, imagine
1: watching Orioles Blue Jays down in Camden Yards. That's a tough one.
2: Ninety-six degrees, all humidity uh, yeah, at seven p.m. Uh, that's every day. I'm in
4: ninety-five percent off the tickets. <laughs> We'll pay you. Up against the Hall of Fame game. Here's 20 bucks. Come and watch Oriole Oriole baseball. Come on in. How about this? You
1: buy the ticket... We'll give you all the drinks and all the hot dogs you can eat. I'd rather go back to Dr.
2: Joe, get my teeth drilled. Get another root canal. Uh,
1: Orioles Jays on a Jesus. Thursday.
2: Yeah.
4: That's Come tough. get some. Yeah, really, that's not. Yeah,
1: really. It's like, no,
2: no thanks. I'm good. Thanks.
4: Uh, Vlad Jr., two homers, five RBI and 11-2 win in Baltimore. The Rays completing a three-game sweep at Fenway 9-4. They remain a half game ahead of the A's for the second wild card spot. Boston's 3.5 now behind Tampa, and uh, the Astros down the Indians 7-1. Yasiel Puig doubled, stole a base in his Cleveland debut while appealing the three-game suspension he got for his role in Tuesday's Reds-Pirates melee. Uh, Pittsburgh reliever Keone uh, Kelly got 10 games, eight for Reds reliever Amir Garrett, six for his manager David Bell. Yes, Taz. By the way, before we talk a little bit about the
2: suspension, you see Puig, now he changed his Mohawk. He's got a red one.
1: Good for him. And they were wearing
2: the red uh, jerseys, I think. The Like the they were. Color, alternate yeah. color uh, Cleveland Indians jerseys. Got the red Mohawk
4: now. Nice. Yeah. Had that red color. Matched perfectly. Yeah. yeah. He's all in. David Samson,
2: him. when we had him on, yes, he loves Brig, huh? Oh, he hates no, I know.
4: <laughs> God, he called him a cancer in the cancer
2: locker room. Cancer in the locker room. Wow. Jeez. He can play, though. He ah, can I, play. Jeez, I'd love it who was on the He's Mets. He's a little bit of a head case. He, no, you were not right. Right. No. No, no. I'll no, take they him. They have enough. Yeah, that's true. You got enough outfielders. Yeah. Just need somebody to play infield. Actually, right. Rosario made a hell of a play yesterday. And Alonzo made a nice play off of that play at first base. It has, whatever f- you,
1: the defense isn't good in the infield. Hey, we won again, dude. We, I, I know. You roll, beat the White baby. Sox seven in a row. Yeah, I know. Roll. We'll good get guys the, are on the roll. We'll get to the GM statement a little later on the show as oh, well. All right. Hitting awesome. up on Twitter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Brody Jones. All yes, right. that's it. I, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> It really is. He met the media yesterday. They've won seven straight. Now he's proud as a peacock.
2: Yeah, he should just shut up. You know what I mean? He really should.
1: Andrew, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm done. Thank you for my time. I appreciate it. That's how this ends? Just like that? Just Uh, ends like that? All right.
4: uh, So
1: according to ESPN, Gordon's agent made the trade request yesterday.
2: Yesterday. Correct. The, so that means that the, the Rivers' the state, comments
1: were before Gordon made the trade.
2: I had a feeling that was the case, and because I remember when you mentioned the Rivers deal yeah, earlier so. in the week. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So now we have factual information, like we always do on Taz and Moose.
1: That's it. So Try regular, and keep you regular, factually in line. He seemed annoyed, Andrew, when he left. He was bothered. Well, what's the problem? We interrupt. It's our show. He's not able to get creative, flow, anything like that. I mean, creative
2: flow, the guy's on the show all the time. He's on everybody's show. He's a big star here, Andrew Bogus. Yeah. Everybody loves Andrew.
1: Well, I, yeah, I, bogus is great. The only thing He's bothered right. me last night during that game. and The game was an impossible watch. Where you know, and I, we both love football, right? We oh, both absolutely. Do. We you really blew, do. Uh, love football. I mean, you—you'll even watch. You watch the AAF. I did not really. Uh, <laughs> I watched all three games. You know, yes. I'm intrigued to to see what the XFL is in 2020 under you yes. know your former boss Vince McMahon. So I mean that that'll that'll all be intriguing next year, Taz, and we'll yes, be sir. commenting on and talking about. But um, you know. I I don't need people on Twitter last night with a blanket statement telling me, man, thank God football's back. Like, come on, uh, like we all love football, right? I know, I know. And then and then twenty five minutes later, this isn't football. I know. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah what, what, it's preseason game number one. What what do you expect it to be? Like November football, <laughs> the push to the playoffs. I mean, I we're know. we're looking at it's August first. You're watching a game Where's in. Where's Flacco? Why is he we're not playing? watching a game in Canton, yeah. Ohio. But I mean, yeah, I'm happy I have football back, but I'm not like, my God, my life is now complete. I know, no, I no, no, I, if not, that's the no. case, something's wrong.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I saw that too on Twitter. There was a lot of celebrity types oh, that were my tweeting God. that stuff. I'm so happy football's back. Shut up, it's not back. You need to get a, You got. You got until freaking like three, four more weeks to get some decent. Not,
1: Better preseason games are better than what we saw last night. It stunk. And here's the other thing. A little bit of a gambling advice for you, right? Oh, if, if you're betting preseason game number one, God <sighs> bless you. Yeah, you might want to get a little help, too. Right. I, you know, it, the only game to bet would probably be three, because that's really the th- dress rehearsal for the regular Bro. season. Yeah, if you're not – Pardon my if you're, ignorance. If you're, i got to ask If you're betting preseason game number one, where you have no idea who the Dude, hell is playing in the third quarter, <laughs> give me a break.
2: Listen, i got to ask you this. Yeah. Uh, really. I mean, is its it is – it, are people upon regulars? Are people really betting on preseason games? People do bet on them. Yeah.
1: Wow. Not not to the level, Taz, that you see in the regular season. Holy smokes! But All people, right. there are lines, yeah, All and people do bet on them. But I mean, that not not to the level of regular season football. Right. I, I didn't know bet, that. I would yeah. bet that game, uh, no. you know, with not your either. vast fortune. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. It's Taz of the Moose on this Friday morning. Welcome, CBS Sports Radio. You're
0: listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
1: All right, eight five five two one two four CBS, eight five five two one two four two two seven is your number to call. Uh, Taz, coming up later on in the program. We're gonna talk a little Vikings football. Ben Lieber um, is gonna join us uh, top of the third and final hour. Yes, we got the campgrounds coming up as well. Did want to mention one other thing with the National Football League um, and Ryan Khalil yesterday, uh, who retired after twelve years in the National Football League following last season. Uh, all all 12 of those seasons with Carolina, former star at USC, right? A five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Uh, he's 34 years of age, had a serious neck injury in 2017, started 145 games for the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Uh, the New York Jets contacted him a couple weeks back to try and see if they could convince him to come out of retirement. Had some salary cap space to play with. There were some free agent centers out there on the open market uh, when McCagney was general manager. They did not or were not able to get any of them uh, to sign on with the Jets. Yesterday it was announced that Ryan Khalil is going to come out of retirement, one-year deal, $8.4 million, incentive-laden contract uh, to come play center for the New York Jets, where they had a glaring need at that position. Um, and now when you invest in a guy like Le'Veon Bell and you have a second-year quarterback in Sam Darnold, and we know about the center position for the most part for most teams, they're calling out you know, uh, you know, know, offensive line signals at the line, blocking sure. schemes yeah. and the like, adjustments at the line as well, uh, trying to figure out exactly what the defense is, and they've got to be hand-in-hand with the quarterback, Taz. I think that's an unbelievable signing by the Jets.
2: I do, too. It caught me by surprise. Great center for all those years with the Panthers, Like you just laid out. um, Really good move by the Jets. You know, you got a really good right guard there, Brian Winters, who's a a pro's pro. So, yeah, and you're right, they need help with that center spot. So uh, they didn't have much depth there, you know, younger talent, whatnot. So, you know, uh this is a big move. This is this is this is good for them. Especially, you know, one year one year deal and not I mean, a big
1: commitment, but you know. I, and 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 that's fine and and you know, he probably didn't want any more of a commitment and then he was, you know, um you know, he went on social media a little bit sending out some uh snapshots of, you know, New York hats and stuff like that. so I, I think he's mm. probably excited about the opportunity. I know I saw Nick Mangold tweet out his former center for the Jets oh, saying that this center. is pretty yeah, yeah, great center with the Jets saying that this is pretty cool. Yeah. That Khalil is, is gonna line up and play center for the Jets this upcoming season. It's a good signing, Taz, and a good sign for you know a first big signing for Joe Douglas, their new general manager. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's a big move. It's a good move, and you know, if you don't
2: have that offensive line, that wall, that powerful yeah. wall, I don't care how good left bell
1: is, you're not running the ball. Campgrounds, taps. Oh, whoa! Oh, run around oh. all the training all right. camps. Not every single one. Oh, I mean, okay. We're not hitting
4: all the camps. Wow. But
1: the big storyline's going on that comes your way next on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio.